Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. I can't still now, just like talking about it now, I can't believe that it, it worked. The food I'm serving them was, was ultimately 99p Iceland microwavable ready meals, but dressed up to look fancy. Just so I can visualise, is this just in the back garden? Yeah. The more I said to people, I'm sorry we're fully booked, the more they wanted a table. And I just started saying like the most crazy shit, like, yeah. oh, well, you want a table on the 12th of May? Like, okay, well, like, how many Instagram followers do you have? <laughs> You're joking! <laughs> no! I collated these different versions of myself and um, decided to send them to all these TV interviews of me. And um, it worked. He sent a letter to Booze. You literally lettered Booze. <laughs> or maybe, yeah. And Saying you were terminally ill. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, guys. How you doing? It's me, Jack, mate. And welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour. We've got a full house today. I've got Stevie. White, white, white. There it is. All right. Oh, I'm famous for that now. Yeah. As I said, making it a brand. Jordan. That's it. How are we doing? Good, thank you. Good, Good. thank you. Do you want to say how you changed the little phrase stevie white into oh yes stevie white night night because, i'm a great guy because your tweets mate stevie is desperate to get some puss <laughs> and, and as all white nights online are stevie you are becoming mate, a fucking like a royal within the, the the white night community men are vile people that's all i'm saying fair enough fair <laughs> enough moving on because we've got a very interesting guest today i've uh i wikipedia yeah if that's a, if that's a phrase you're a man of many talents. It's Ubar Butler. How's How are you going? doing? What do you do, mate? I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. People sometimes call me a journalist, but I think that's really offensive to journalists. Oh. See, because I obviously I said I went on Wiki yeah, and yeah, I've yeah. put down here, best-selling author, writer and filmmaker. I left off, Jerno. Yeah, 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 let's go for that. Yeah? I like them because it's like less responsibility. Yeah. For, like, what? Yeah, you just eventually just say, oh, I'm an artist. If yeah. so, you get any, any scrutiny, so yeah. you get away with anything. You, you do seem to be more respected online than sort of YouTubers. I, I mean, it, does that mean, you must have a really low opinion of yourself if you think that I am more respected <laughs> than you. are way above me, mate, don't worry about that. What, what's, uh, so is, I guess, pranksters a bit beneath you? 
I don't know if it's anything's beneath me. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't, no, I don't know. I mean, no, I'm a. I can be a prankster. I don't like. I really don't. I don't know at this point what I would call. Myself. I don't know. I just I make films, but right. I also write things. Right. Okay. So that's what I've gone with. Right. But, but then I like pranks too. Pranks are good. Yeah. I mean, they're good fun. They are good fun, but you do them to quite a high standard. It's got to be said. Thanks, you put mate. a lot of effort in. But yeah. All I have is persistent. It's right. like persistent. Yeah. Persistence. Yeah. I've got persistent too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, if anyone doesn't know who you are, they yeah. probably have heard of some of your stunts. Yeah. M- more so the shed stunt. Should we start there? Is that what got you into this whole kind of game or were you doing it way before then? Um, yeah. I mean, I've always been like, Full of shit, right? Um, but, uh, <laughs> You're in the right place. I see, yeah, relatable. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess yeah. So the first, it wasn't really the beginning point, but it was the one that is the thing that kind of it, it kind of changed everything. Yeah, Went from mm. when you can't afford to go to the shop without checking your bank balance, going fuck. Yeah. Let's go to the, not Waitrose, no. Let's go Aldi. To be able to just like have a bit more freedom, right? Um, to do, you know, mm. um, so yeah, the, that that particular thing was basically. I used to live in a garden shed in South East London in Dulwich. You actually lived in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you? Yes. Fucking hell, I didn't know that. It was like a, so it was like a house share, right? And uh, I lived out the back in the shed. That's they put me down there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is just like a landlord trying to get extra money. Oh, no, just, it is. That's Jeez. mental. We made it work for you. Well, yeah, it was like, but that was like, I just did everything with the, it was like funny, I moved in and like, I said, like, I wrote an article for Vice at the time and I was like, you know, this is the perfect place because it's the only spot in London that can't be gentrified. And then I ended up like gentrifying it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I did is I like, I got it registered as a, a restaurant on TripAdvisor. This was like uh, April 2017. Right. Then over the base of like six months, uh, using like fake reviews and kind of building this uh, online kind of like mystique around it, got it to number one in the whole of London on TripAdvisor out of the 18,000 restaurants. But it like it didn't exist. We never even served a plate of food. So what this, uh, were your friends leaving re- reviews or were you doing them? I, so it's weird. My history with writing fake TripAdvisor reviews is, I used to do it for money, like when I first started out as a writer. We're what? all over the place here, aren't we? No, what? So, like, companies would pay you? Yeah, well, restaurants, like restaurants. restaurant owners. Really? That can't be. That can't be. That's I'm got never to be tra- That's definitely not legal. I will not it, trust TripAdvisor yeah, yeah, ever yeah, again. Because yeah. I thought this way before I saw the video that you did. I've, I thought to myself, like, surely, like, this is like a go to tactic for for people like brat yeah. like it brands. would make a lot of sense wouldn't it yeah and, and and even TripAdvisor. now i don't this they probably don't but it's wrong for me to say this or even to suggest it but why are they not getting restaurants on board going look if you pay us to be on the website we'll bo- we'll boost you up exactly. just like google yeah. ads and stuff like that they're like they're such a it's such a powerful website though yeah like yeah. like they're like built into i mean it looks like it's sold fashion doesn't it, it mm. looks like it's been designed on a Amiga, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you yeah. get out, like you, all you need is just an email and a password, and I found that interesting. Yeah, because I used to work in like pubs and by, like I think everyone probably yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like when someone leaves a one star TripAdvisor review in those environments, it's like taken very seriously. Absolutely, it's like it's Absolutely. like who left the like who was working that? Yeah, day? who was? What yeah, day yeah, were yeah. they in? Yeah. So to see that this thing was like so easily exploited, yeah, yeah. it was mm-hmm. like oh. 
And then I like TripAdvisor anyway because it's like a weird corner of the internet that's ran by like <laughs> whiny old introverts. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. oh, that's probably bad. I've lost, there's like, goes half my fan base. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, it's just like, but it's a funny website because mm. it's like, like everyone uses it, mm-hmm. but the people who leave reviews tend to be a specific type of person. Yeah. yeah. So like, it, I, I like it as a space. And I did this other thing where um, I. Uh, I've tried to track down the like people who are on TripAdvisor who leave one star reviews consistently, right? And then I, I, I like invited them out for dinner with me, and then I like reviewed them like they were the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and this was all just for fun, then, right? This was for Vice. This was, I was oh right. I was doing written articles, right? Like, and these were all like bits, and uh, uh, and then that made me more interested by TripAdvisor as I was doing that. I like ruffled a few fe- feathers by mm. asking them for information. And I was like, why are you guys okay, G? Decided yeah. to start doing this. Yeah. Then it was like, the, gave birth to this shed experiment. I remember talking yeah. to a mate in a pub and we were sort of talking, that would have been like March 2017. And that was like, when I, I, I always think the talking idea, I'm sure you guys have the same, it's just like talking ideas through in a pub with people who aren't interested by your world or what you do mm-hmm. is so helpful. Yeah. Because they, they they're they not going to be nice about a crap idea. Yeah. yeah. And you get a unique perspective on it as well. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. You don't yeah. want to surround yourself with yes men. Like no. all my friends, like from the real world, yeah. like, they cannot fucking stand my videos. <laughs> they think I'm a prick. My, my lifelong mate, Westy's, I don't think he's watched one in about six years. And I, and I don't blame him. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the problem with YouTubers these days. They go and live in these big YouTube houses full of all these YouTubers. Yeah. And then you get someone like Logan Paul vlogs a dead body because he doesn't know any different because of all his yeah. mates that's fucking great man that's yeah. great content so you yeah. just need them kind of them, the, yeah, them real people to fucking tell you otherwise so the shed yep. of what, Dulwich Dulwich how do you yeah it's shed at Dulwich right okay right. Yeah. How, how many unique reviews did you need to push yourself to number one surely 90, it was in a thou no 96 96 reviews to yes. put yourself at number one above 18,000 restaurants but it must yeah. have been 96 five star reviews whereas yeah well, we yeah we had about about eight, about five or six of them were, were like four star. But I, but the way it, the con, it's amazing, isn't it? That that's yeah, that's it so low. It's crazy. Um, but we, I did it over the base of six months, and the reason I didn't do them, my family and friends did them to answer your question. Right. Finally, um, and uh, <laughs> I wrote like this like kind of like manifesto of how to write a review about the shed. Yeah. And it was like you got to mention these things. You mentioned yeah. it's like it's you eat that it's an appointment only restaurant. It's impossible to get a table. Like things that would create that kind of like buzz. buzz yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I sent that off to like my family and friends to people I trust. Did, it was like okay they just aren't going to try and be too funny and ruin yeah. it and like mm. that kind of thing and like i slowly did it it was like i think if we'd have if i'd have done 96 in a day there's no way they no, would have, have been like suspicious yeah exactly yeah i i can't still now just like talking about it now i can't believe that it, it worked mm. yeah it so stupid so it became, yeah. it became the number one highest rated restaurant in london yeah this was november 1st like 2017 and then you actually opened it. <laughs> yeah. So my yeah. Was that nerve wracking? Yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, the whole thing was like about two months. No, about eight weeks before I thought, oh, this is the best thing I've done. So yeah. I started like covering more. Like, so I, I always like, I always saw the writing of the things because I've been doing this sort of thing for about since like November 2015 for Vice. Doing right. That's how I've been living, writing articles. And I always like took it. Seriously, but I, I was like, never really. The video content I'd done for Vice, I didn't really like that much. And I liked how we'd written stuff. And I think you you have a freedom with this because you was you were 
make your own shit. Mm. But I didn't have the skills to make my own stuff in the way that I could write. So I, I had this team of people around me and I didn't really like the video content I'd done up to that point. And I was like, okay, two months before I was like, okay, I should make a video of this because this is good. So I start filming all of the phone calls of hundreds of people ringing up the restaurant, filming it on my laptop on my and like just taking the calls. And like the more I said to people, I'm sorry, we're fully booked, the more they wanted a table. That's and then insane. I just, yeah. And then I just started saying like the most crazy shit. Like, yeah. oh, well, <laughs> you want a table on the 12th of May? Like, okay, well, like how many Instagram followers do you have? <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> no. That's so like, good. Oh, sorry, that's not enough here. But um, <laughs> yeah. So how big was this shed? If this was your bedroom, well, this studio is not dissimilar. Maybe maybe like an extra extra studio of width that way. How many tables could you fit there? Okay, right. So the way I did it, so so we got it to number one on the first of November, twenty seventeen. Then I had like two weeks basically to I wanted to set it up, and uh, the whole plan was this. It was just like. I want people I want people to leave I was like I wasn't almost like I didn't want to fuck with people too much it was more about like I want them to leave thinking that this was London's best restaurant that was like <laughs> that's really good that was like yeah. the aim of it yeah 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 and um, they were, so all the things were practical and one of my like one of my like approaches I didn't put any of the, the tables in the place because it was it's it's an absolute shithole like I can't like I had to leave eventually. I left. I moved out because there was like shit water going in the washing machine. <laughs> and oh, like, oh, you were getting man. people to eat there. No, no, but like not by that point. Yeah. I mean, no, it was eating outside. So um, we got to the night and I'm just trying to sum it up as like simply as possible without going on for ages about it. There's a video about it all. Like there's an 18 minute video that you can get on on Vice. Mm, um, yeah. And uh, but but the night we, we brought like eight, um, eight real customers. Right. So. We had a table of two who were locals who had been trying to get a table for like three months. We had them. Were they Instagram type, would you say? No, more foodies. Oh, okay. Ooh, they were like, pressure. Yeah, 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 exactly. They're, okay, so they were like, they were foodies. They were a table of four from like one of like London's biggest like fashion agencies, but I can't actually legally like go into that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were like, yeah. So they're blurred in the video. Right. Um, and like they would be quite Instagrammy, yeah, but more like classy. Yeah. And like then there are a table of two like Americans, like newlyweds, who were on their honeymoon. And like the night before they've been in Paris eating on like the banks of the Seine. And like <laughs> fucking then that yeah. night they were yeah. Just so just just so I can visualize is this just in the back garden? Yeah. So so so, <laughs> right. so it was like and it was November. Yeah. It was November. Jesus Christ. It's so bad. Yeah. So uh, if, like if it had rained, there would be no video. Right, yeah. Like that yeah. was the kind I'm of just like, I'm just picturing like a fucking washing line. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll them down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I had like these pl- these little plans of how I was going to try and make it because if you, it is a, it was a shithole. Like the yeah. decking was all one of the funniest images that was was like I saw was like one of the people from the fashion agency had stiletto heels on, and like my decking going the steps going up to the shed were like broken or like fractured. Yeah, and like just seeing these stiletto heels yeah. going up the decking, just so mad. But like so I, all I did all these things. So like I had a DJ playing like the sound of a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I had like um, tables on the roof and like a ladder going up to them. No. Uh, I had, um, oh shit, yeah. So like, you know, like in like fancy restaurants, you have like, like you can pick your, um, like a lobster, like yeah. an aquarium. Yeah. I emptied like the Wendy house outside and filled it with chickens. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and it was like, pick your chicken. Like, <laughs> we were the number one rated vegetarian restaurant in London at the time, which is ridiculous. Nah. 
And like, I mean, <laughs> we had all this stuff going on. And my idea was if there's enough weird shit going on. They won't question it. No, they won't think about the fact that the food I'm serving them was, was ultimately 99 Iceland microwave ready meals but dressed up to look fancy amazing so like they, I was trying to distract them like yeah. keep keep them off yeah. it and like yeah. if there's enough yeah. shit eat people eating on the roof yeah. working, like <laughs> if there's enough going on yeah. we might just make it yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. and like the, bear in mind like so the, the garden is in half sorry I'm going on but there's a lot no, to yeah. like go there's a lot to paint I reckon before mate trust you... me this is fucking intriguing <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's weird you're like just slowly just calling the police and um, and like uh, so half the garden is like um, is is the foot is the, the the house share is their half the other half is like my half and there's like a big like bush in between the two and um, so but to get the first half is like it's horrendous it's so dirty awful like it may as well be a junkyard there's like mm. a abandoned like lawnmower there like like a little a little ashtray with like you know an ashtray has so many cigarettes yeah it starts to look like it's like a tracy m in like piece of artwork (laughs) like that you're like okay um and like like, it was so disgusting so my practical way of getting around that was like i blindfolded everyone i met them on yeah met them on the street up like like around the corner and blindfolded them and like walked them down and if you watch it I mean it's like it's so weird you made that part of the experience yeah exactly but I was like it was practical it was like if they see the first half of this garden they are not coming Mm, in this restaurant mm. restaurant yeah shed yeah Yeah. Um, and like so we had all this stuff and over so eight real customers and then about eight people I employed actors who were just saying everything I served them was delicious yeah so we had this like balance of real people and enough people trying to recreate that same psychological pressure of online. Yeah. Everyone going like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. So the, the real people might be like, yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we, we, we opened it for one night only and like four of the customers tried to book again. Like, that is dude, fucking yeah. mental. What, on, on microwave meals? Yeah. What are we talking, like lasagnas and stuff? Yeah, yeah, microwave red, veggie lasagna, but with like edible flowers and micro herbs on them. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did, you, what, did you like put the prices up to like reflect like an, a high-end restaurant? Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so if I... It, the, I, I thought about this. Like, would it, is the experiment more interesting if you say like, this is 300 quid or whatever? Yeah. But I didn't want to get sued. Mm. So I just yeah. thought, and also it did all, it would have taken it into a slightly different type of experiment. I think mm. if you then are like, I don't know, as soon as money, money is involved, it just becomes less. Yeah. If you were to fun. try and earn money from that as well. It's... Yeah. What did you say? Well, it was it, free, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I said oh, it wow. was a, I said it was a media night and that's how I justified oh, okay. the cameras. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I was like, you know, we're filming for the website. Yeah. Um, I hope you don't mind. So everyone signed, but yeah. then we have to go back and go. Hey, this is what, as you say, so you did, yeah, yeah, exactly. I kind of feel like yeah. some food, and I'm not like I don't eat posh food, right? <laughs> but I, I kind of feel like some, you know, when you go to like a posh restaurant and there's like small portions, all dressed up. That for me, that's kind of a bit like art. Like some people will look at art and go, "Oh, this is brilliant," when it's really just a piece of shit. Do you know what I mean? And I don't <laughs> yeah. think I would actually know the difference between like a no. very cheap lasagna that's yeah, dressed see, that, up nice. That's you know? exactly what I what I was trying to get at was like, so you said it's a ninety nine p. Mm. Ready meal. If yeah. you if you do, oh, that's a hundred and twenty seven pounds. So oh, what is absolute steal? And I was like, well, actually, that's literally yeah. ninety nine pence, and it's been yeah. in a microwave for three minutes. I went um, <laughs> when I was in Vegas. I went to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. The queue was all the way out the door. Don't get me wrong; it's not like high high end because um, yeah. it's fucking Vegas. But yeah. like the the burgers were quite pricey and that. And we sat down and. and 
it was just like I asked for it well done and they looked at me as if I just said like do you mind if I just shit on your face they were like they were like no like this is this is how we suggest that and I was eating it and I was really like I don't, I don't get it but because everyone around me is yeah. like buzzing to be in his restaurant yeah. I was like maybe I'm wrong yeah. I, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah I, 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 I've been in a high-end restaurant once mm. and and it was like a you know a pigeon pate starter and like <laughs> I had a burger right sounds like had bone marrow in it because that was Jesus. like the, that was the high end edge. It's like I just keep your bone it's marrow, like, man. Like, <laughs> it's like fish eggs, yeah, it's like caviar and that sort of stuff. We, it's just... we sound so counselling. <laughs> <right now. laughs> yeah. Give me a double cheese <laughs> burger, yeah. man. What's your go-to meal deal? That's a big question. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm a, I like. I, this is going to probably disappoint you, but uh, I like an egg and cress. Oh, are, are I'm, you a veggie? Then, right? I am. A, I am a veggie. Right. But I don't like. To, I, I wouldn't like. I don't think I've ever said that before. Yeah. Because I... A lot of <laughs> you don't want people to know. <laughs> a lot of presumption comes. And like, the thing is with, with my shit is like, people assume that I'm smarter than I am. So if I just keep my mouth shut, then I don't know. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, I, I like an egg. What, what is everyone? What, what about everyone else? What's that? Uh, I'm a chicken and bacon sandwich guy. Pretty like middle of the road. But snacks, we have a lot of debate about snacks. Yeah. You, yeah. you're not even going to fucking mean, open fuck your dirty mouth. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. I, you might. Well, it's occasional. I hope you don't, right? Basically, <laughs> Stevie for a snack. Occasional meal deal. Occasional time goes for popcorn. Now, don't get me wrong. In it, thank don't you. Look at me like for the that. audio listeners. You spend a lot of time in cinema. <laughs> exactly. just recoiled. In a cinema, absolutely fine. In a meal deal, oh. it's literally sacrilege. What are you getting out of that? Yeah, popcorn. When you're walking down the street, you just had a sandwich, you want a little snack, salted popcorn. I'm not salted, <laughs> sweet. If I, I would hope that anyone who knows me, if, like, if they saw me with popcorn, they'd be like, oh, I saw Uber say he's not in a good place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he's having a yeah. 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 What's your snack? So I'll talk to him. I am a, I am like... I, I, it depends if I'm in a good or a bad place. <laughs> never <laughs> popcorn, either way. <laughs> never popcorn. <laughs> uh, I see, like when I'm, if I'm in a bad way, like a, I love a boost and McCoy's crisps. McCoy's good shout. But but, uh, but that's like that's like a, a dad snack. Yeah. <laughs> but if in a good way, yeah, I'll I'll get I'll have some like sushi. Yeah, fair, yeah, fair, and, fair. and, and drink. I've, I've just picked up. I was buzzing that you said boost. Then you said that you basically have to be depressed to have it. So I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> but we've had a few oh, guests God. on here that have claimed that boosts are the best chocolates. Like, Tubes loves his boost. I feel they're overrated. Nah, boosts, I love boosts. boosts are great. Boosts I don't think I've ever quality. had one. I don't think the you biscuit goes with the with the, the caramel. You should, and shit. You should try I've got too much popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a bad story about boosts and me. Right, the, 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 and it was my elder brother. I was about five at the time, so I'm completely giving up. And I told you this before, but I'm the youngest of six. Yeah. yeah. So like, by the time I come around, it's like I was raised by my older brothers and mm. sisters, essentially. Right. It's feral. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> he pretended that I was very ill to get lots of boosts for free from boosts. And I <laughs> was, I was five. He's a real piece of. <laughs> and yeah, he, he from from then they had these guana flavor that they did for a while, and we had like ten boxes of those, and my my my, my mum and dad weren't happy. So what he it. he emailed Boost? He, he le this is pre-internet. Okay, he, le like, he sent a letter to Boost. He, he lettered Boost, or <laughs> well, maybe yeah, and saying you were terminally ill. 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. It's not really, yeah. is it? It's but bad. But it works. This kind of shit runs in the family then, <laughs> oh, doesn't it? Just... No, don't. I'm not. <laughs> this is where I'm you got it from. Yeah. I draw lines at yeah. charging people so like, like 10 on quid. Tri- on TripAdvisor, the, the owner of the restaurant is terminally ill, but he gave a fantastic <laughs> service. <laughs> so, oh, we need to go there. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have told that. You say you're story. above doing that, but we watched a video of you breaking the law mm. many different times. Breaking right, yeah. many laws. Yeah. Are they real laws? Yeah. Yeah, can I, can I do, did that do you, salmon fucking stink? Y- yeah, like, it must have been. It, uh, yeah, it 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 was bad, and I, I mean, I don't know if it, it's like you can't smell a vision's not around yet, of is course. it? No, it's uh, so that's sure a good thing. That's <laughs> yeah. a good thing. In the library, so I was like, we went and did the. I did gambling in the library. Bag, you have to do a bag, <laughs> and my uh, my coat. I mean, it's gone. Oh, it's done now. Yeah. Yeah. covered in fish blood. It's oh. no coming it, back. Yeah, it's no coming yeah. back. I feel, I feel like we do need to explain why you were oh, running yeah. around with a salmon. I don't think we do. No. Let's <laughs> 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 just go. Why? <laughs> no, you, I was a fishing. Uh, no, yeah. it was it was a video for for Vice, wasn't it? And, yeah. and you broke. Was it 10, 10 old-fashioned laws or yeah, a handful um, of old-fashioned laws yeah, that are still... Like seven or eight laws, something yeah. like right. that. And right. they're like, um, yeah, they're, they're just like old. Like We're old-fashioned, aren't we? Mm. Yeah. Britain. As a yeah, nation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, we really are. Mm. Like, and then like, so it's, there's, we have loads of weird laws. I know loads of other places since the video come out, everyone's been like, you should do come to Latvia and do it. And I'm like, I don't want to. It's a bit scarier abroad. Yeah, yeah. 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 literally get shot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, we have like loads of weird old laws. So there's like, things are against the law, which are like, Things on dashing fucking yeah, exactly. down the street. Which I was surprised you you can just go up to the door. Well you need well or did you a hack to, here? Right. So okay. You pretend that you're gonna deliver a petition and then I just delivered a birthday card to Theresa May <laughs> and I said it was a petition and no, it was actually just so I could get access to, to the door the street. Do you have um, like is there like fucking guns on you and shit or like oh yeah, there must yeah. be. I think if it was in another country then that would be like Yeah. It'd be that'd be bad news. Yeah. But yeah, so so I broke all these different laws and they're all like old fashioned dumb laws. So one like you can't handle a salmon suspiciously is against <laughs> against the law in England. Who judges Britain. what suspicious yeah, well, is? Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. Uh, going to tribunal. <laughs> <laughs> well wait there. Just oh, yeah. he looks <laughs> tiptoeing around like that. Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wanna go back to so so we we went through the shed thing, yeah. right? And when when we were watching the video on the way up here, we were a little bit 50-50 about whether or not you would turn up or yes. whether you would send someone else. Yeah. Now, to all the listeners out there who don't know who you are, that's going to sound like a fucking mental thing to yeah, worry yeah. about. <laughs> but if you wouldn't mind explaining why we have that kind of uh, worry. Yeah, yeah. So I did it off the back of the shed. Like The shed, the story didn't die. It kind of went viral, viral and then just sort of wave after wave. And not in a way of just like sheer numbers viral, like media viral so mm. like Washington Post wrote an article calling me like the Donald Trump of trip advisor like, <laughs> quite the compliment yeah I know yeah. right do you not want to be the Donald Trump <laughs> um, and then yeah exactly um, but then you have like the Singaporean parliament like using it to inform like new laws on fake news you've wow. got like you got like and then on the other centre spectrum got like the New Yorker writing about it all this different thing I was doing all this TV like Japanese TV mm. did an hour long doc about the shed 
and like recast me in like all of the uh, the recreations as this like guy. It's funny. I know someone else that that's happened to where really? he's, he's just done something random and then they make like animations yeah. of it and shit. That is so bizarre. It's good. Yeah. Like, I, I trended across Japanese Twitter because they hated me so much after. Really? Which was good. They just found me just like displeasant, <laughs> just like unpleasant. And I was like, yeah, that's fair enough. It's true. <laughs> why, yeah. are they, why are they that bothered? I don't yeah, well, I you're don't know. You're fucking with TripAdvisor. <laughs> yeah, you fucking with TripAdvisor. Come to me. No, uh, <laughs> but like Brazil, all these different, but, but I'm not just saying that just to be like a knob. It's like all these different, vastly different cultures and uh, mm. cultures engage with this story. And it, it was really interesting. I, I did all this TV, like from like Chinese TV to American TV to Russian to all these Brazilian, all mm. these like, obviously British. Yeah. And like, um, these vastly different cultures, it didn't matter where the interview was from, they were all asking me the same question. And it was, uh, questions, sorry. And it was kind of, I kind of found it really interesting that like, um, that all of these like very different, you know, people from very vastly different cultural backgrounds are like engaging with this story in this like singular way. Mm. And that kind of made me feel like, well, you know, it might as well not even be me being interviewed. Yeah. 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 Then I started to think more about, identity online mm. now and how we have these like different versions of ourselves we play online the like Absolutely. sexy version of yeah, ourselves yeah, yeah. on Instagram funny version of ourselves on Twitter I, 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 I was going to say yeah. <laughs> no sexy versions on it <laughs> speak for yourself he, carry he's, on he's the sexy version of you yeah, you've got your angles you got your angles <laughs> yeah Jordan you are literally the sexy version of me <laughs> <laughs> Stevie you're beautiful <laughs> so you on collated like uh, an array Sorry. of people. Yeah, <laughs> these like these different versions of myself. So I have like this. I have like this like charming Uber. who's like this like actor called Tom Reese Harris. He's just got. He's got like it's starring in a show on Channel Five. It's so funny seeing him like. And um, <laughs> he's great. Like, but he's really generous. <laughs> that's me. His best role. No, um, and uh, was the, being me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like skinny Ubers. My brother and like like I bleached his hair and shaved him. Uh, like he was a. Yeah, sheep. Like an anus. Um, and uh, uh, which he is. Uh, no, they're not smart Uber. Like so, all these different versions of myself. Anyway, I collated these different versions of myself and um, decided to send them to all these TV interviews of me. And um, it worked. Like it, it, it worked. And it, not so only good. did they pull it off. Like I had like my brother, for example, Slim Uber did this. Like in in 2017, like the, the when the shed came out in December 2017, I went on their biggest breakfast show, Sunrise on 7, Breakfast yeah. or something. And um, this, like, this, the Australia's biggest breakfast show, and, like, went on. And, uh, like, it was great. Like, really nice interview. But, like, they asked me to come back on six months later after I did another video about Fashion Week. And uh, then I went, I went back on and I decided to send my brother. And it was, like, the same interviewers in the same studio. Like, surely they would know it was me. Like, if it's anyone, surely them. And they didn't. That's like, mental. It, it, it was it was nuts, and it, the funniest yeah. thing is, it's cutting from in their footage. It's cutting from oh, footage no. of me when I was last on <laughs> to him. Brother. Yeah, and it's like, but I, I put him in a pair of like dungarees with nothing on underneath. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the for your own enjoyment no but no again back to the shed thing of distracting oh, people oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dungarees short circuit brilliant. the brain brilliant like, you're, if someone's in a pair of dungarees you're trying to figure out why an adult would be wearing dungarees <laughs> so much right. that yeah. you're like, that I'm you're pretty even... sure we've had a conversation about dungarees before yeah. like he's, he's one of them yeah. they just never look at his face yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you were both so distracted yeah, yeah. you didn't realise you were both actually pit pocketed when you were talking about the dungarees <laughs> yeah. but yeah so I 
did all this like I did, I did this a bunch of times, and I, I sent a guy on the BBC as like he's got like a masters in anthropology as me, and like and he got like he was so good he got three follow up interviews off the back of it. I've never been asked back. Like, you know. <laughs> so I think the, the point being that they were better, they were doing a better job at me than me. Yeah. So amazing. it was like I, you know, it worked. Yeah. It like yeah. it, it, it accurately like made my. It just improved my life. And I can, <laughs> For any listeners, it is life. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we think. We think. Yeah. 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 yeah, it could be. If you've no mild sense of disappointment, me. <laughs> so, all, all of this was because you kept getting asked the same questions. Yeah, I mean, it was just. Yeah. We asked about your meal deals. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I can't help yeah. but feel like. I've only met you like half an hour ago, but mm. I feel like if you left, I'd love, I'd like to think that if you came back six months later and it was your brother, yeah. I'm sure I'd pick no. up on that. I think so, yeah. I mean, I the would. thing that you were saying earlier, you were like, you know, the stuff about it could have been any of, well, it could have, the shed thing, you could eat that. You were eating the, the in Vegas and you were like, this could be whatever. Yeah, like, I'd uh, fall for that, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that, like, I, I definitely would have fell for the shed. I just would have. Yeah. I know I would have. Yeah. And I think I might actually have fall for this too. Yeah? I think so. Yeah. I think that, the, the especially being a British, like, you just want to, like, you want to avoid awkwardness so much. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just go along with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. But I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe not. Like, I'm, I mean, it, it didn't, it it worked it, in all circumstances, so that's it, what 100 percent didn't get rumbled once yeah i mean the viewers at home in australia started like tweet i mean obviously like tweeting like what the because the, the ticker tacker the thing at the bottom mm. it said return of the prankster and then it wasn't well, even me almost, yeah <laughs> so, so pretty, like yeah it, it, that, you... it's ridiculous like it's yeah. so like bait it's ridiculous <laughs> Like so, I, d- I, d- I don't I don't know. Like I know what you mean, though. It's like I would like to think that. I'll... Yeah, but maybe I wouldn't. Can you imagine if this isn't actually? <laughs> oh, no. And some look like just sat in our time. Going, it's been quality. in the back of my mind. It has. <laughs> right. I think we'll go for a little break there, and when we come back, we'll be speaking to Ubar about some of his other pranks and about his uh, best-selling book that's just been released. Come back oh. in a sec. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, but we didn't stop there. We combined soft and bouncy to bring you new Sweet Tarts Gummies Fruity Splits, a uniquely delicious dual-sided gummy with one side that's sweet and one side that's tart, but entirely smooth and squishy. Mmm, a powerfully perfect combo. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. Hello guys, welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour. We're still here with Stevie Jordan and Uber. Uber, tell yep. me about Giorgio Paviani. Yep. Is that right? I think this is probably my favourite thing I've seen you do. Ah, oh, cheers, man. Talk us through that. Um, yeah, so, you know, like, knockoff knock off designers, like, yeah. Yeah. I fucking love them. Like Gucci with three C's. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Adidas. Yeah, Adidas. <laughs> Calvinis are my favourites. Yeah. Pierre Klein. Pierre Klein, yeah. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
love, I love, I love that all of them. But the, the, my favourite was uh, is one which you see I, I, on London markets quite a lot, and it's Giorgio Peviani. Right. Reason I love it is because it's like it's not ob- obvious that it's a rip off, is it? Yeah. It, what, it, what is it meant to be, Georgie? Armani. Armani. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't even know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I thought it was just a, uh, like a name that sounded like a fashion designer. Which like. is, I think it's both, isn't it? Right. It's yeah. so far from Armani now mm, mm. that he's, it's like, it, there's no point of it being a ripoff. You yeah. might as well just be a bloke called Georgie Peviani. <laughs> yeah. And the, but the thing is, the funny thing is about it is the more that I like spend time walking around like Brixton Market and like like other like markets across London was just you see it around being sold, but like it's not really benefiting from any association with Armani. But people are buying it. Mm. And you look on on Amazon, there's like people are selling Peviani jeans. And but the thing I found funny with it was like there's like he's doing everything. He's ticking all the boxes of like a successful fashion designer and what that needs to be. Like you've got a product, you're selling them, but he doesn't. He doesn't like he didn't exist. He's not a mm. real person. Yeah. So my, I made this video where I decided to like help him reach his full potential by like <laughs> becoming him, <laughs> assuming all responsibility yeah. for his for his clothes and everything. No one's yeah. gonna come after me because it's definitely like. It's a fucking copycat brand, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like go to Paris Fashion Week like as him yeah. with his products and convince as many people as I can. I try and get him to as high as I can in the base of like three days. Amazing, and uh, yeah, it was. It's like it was fun. Yeah, we had like a. <laughs> this is what I mean, though. Like, I don't want to just like say oh any like belittle anyone that likes art. Like, that's fine, but I do feel like it's kind of like exactly what you said with the fake. The fake restaurant goers being influenced by the ones that are actually there. Mm. When you, when you, when are, with something that's so subjective, you are kind of you can be easily led astray and go, well, like like Zach and Jay. Do you know who Zach and Jay are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they did a, a Paris Fashion Week thing where they just dressed their mate up in like the most ridiculous fucking clothing ever, and people were like taking pictures, oh, like really? they wanted autographs and stuff like that. So like, I don't want to just put down everyone that likes art. Oh, but yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like that. So you went over. Yeah, and people were ju- people were enticed by you. You you there was you were a big deal over there, right? Yeah. So we went. I went in and like managed to get into like the show and everything. Um, and this was like this was December. So I went twice because I did a written article about it originally, and then I had to go. I went back and did a video because right. I went on to because I, I liked the shed video. It was like the first video I'd done where I was like, okay, this is the format. This is good. And then I went back and did it again, basically. So the the story that I tell within the video is is pieced together of like the original phone footage and photos from the original thing and me going back. Right. So over the base of three days, managed to like talk my way into like the main main thing at Paris Fashion Week, like into like fucking Westwood shows and things like that, and, and managed to convince like influencers. Like again, blurred out the video. Can't rename the influencer, but like one of like Brazil's biggest influencers, like is like reporting Peviani, and, and it's like she's got like eight hundred thousand followers on her Instagram, and it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> brands pay big money for that kind of stuff as well. I know, crazy. But like so, and then I'd like buyers from Milan, like wholesalers who were like interested in taking his jeans on and like to sell oh, in their yeah. stores, and like yeah. I mean, the, but the funny thing was in all of that was just like that nothing had really changed, had it? It was this exact same thing, the product. It was just bullshit that mm, propelled yeah. it. Into you just this, promoted it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just like, I mean, I like, did all, obviously I did a thing like made a website and did all that again and like made a website, www.georgiopeviani.com and like not only managing to convince them that I was like a fashion designer, but that I was like 
Italian. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and then I, I guess I did all this and had all these contacts and like all these people and like models who wanted to work with us, with us like people who wanted to sell the jeans, like influencers who reported on it, like a real like solid like fashion week for like anybody, any yeah. brand. And then um, I got back and from Paris Fashion Week and sort of decided that the, the, the like natural end to this was um, was the to answer the first question that I had about the whole thing, like you know who is Giorgio Peviani? It was who is this? It didn't the genes didn't fall from the sky? It yeah, yeah. Clearly, is someone. Mm. And uh, so I found I did some like, actual journalism for once and uh, <laughs> found this guy called Adam Asmal, a Zambian immigrant, came over in the eighties. Made up Peviani like around then because he just liked the next, the sound of the name, and he's got a, a store in Whitechapel on um called uh, Denim World, and like I found him and showed him everything, and like it, it was just like who the fuck are you? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but I gave him, I handed over the website, and like since the the video come out, like I mean before, I remember before he, I said like how many wholesalers would like change your life basically, like what would it what would it, how many would you have to get? And he was like, anything over 10 would be like ridiculous. And he's up to like, last time I spoke to him, which was about six months ago, he's up to like 12 wholesalers around the world Jeez. now. And like Vancouver Fashion Week wanted him to present, so in Milan, like all this shit off the back of this like thing. Wow. I mean, the, the video, like it's like fairly popular on YouTube. And then like on Facebook, it like still does ridiculous numbers. I think it's like 50 million in total Mad. across all platforms. Like, the note that like just to say like for he had that like it's just I just think it's funny like, I'd love it if he got as big as Supreme oh fuck this is actually this is funny like there's a guy <laughs> there's a guy who uh, a kid in Wales recently contacted me because he changed his name to Giorgio Peviani why no. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> why I have no idea I think he just really liked the video I promise you, and I like men. he sent me like video, and I was like, "This is bullshit." But I had to check it. I had to like uh, like fact check. I think I might go and do a video where I check up on Giorgio, and like <laughs> yeah, 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 Giorgio, <laughs> Adam, <laughs> Adam Asma, like check him, and then go and see this kid. It's yeah. really funny because he come up with this name in the nineties to copy Armani, mm. and now some kid in from <laughs> Wales, Adbarith Swift, is like <laughs> Giorgio Bebiani. It's like yeah, it, uh, it's that that is like. That's insane. That's so funny. weird. He's going to go into school. Do you feel like, oh, actually, <laughs> you're going to go. What happened to Armani over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your intention behind all these kind of stunts? Is it to have a laugh? Views? What is it? I don't know, man. I mean, it, views are like. I mean, I don't know. It's like the thing is with that is it's like kind of like you're not really in control of it in a way. All you can do is make sure the work is really good. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm quite serious by like what uh, I, 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 th I like. I'm not quite serious about making the things and making sure they're unique and like inventive. Mm. And uh, I, I really love what I do. And I fucking like just, it's like just, it, I'm ultimately trying to entertain people. I'm, I'm really trying to entertain people. Yeah. But if you can do things that are honest and good enough and like make enough sense to what's going on mm. around you, 
and it's sort of reflective of what's going on. I, I never would want to do things that were so outlandish that, oh, like, I love This Is America, the last Sasha Baron Cohen show. Mm. Yeah. But, I, but he, it's, like, less interesting for me when you're inviting somebody into an insane environment and you're, like, making them do insane things. It's, like, less interesting than, like, just doing a little thing and, like, seeing the way the world reacts and, like, yeah. Yeah. What, like how are you going to... What, what are you going to do? Like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm really in that much control in these things. I'm just sort of letting it yeah. see how ridiculous the fucking world is. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm serious about what about them and like concepts and like, it's a good question. I've not been asked it before. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't know really. I, I just, re- I really enjoy what I'm doing. And then I reckon about six months after you do something that, you, that people like, like, mm. Um, you kind of have to think. Oh, what? Why was I? It's almost like I. You, you think about it afterwards, maybe. right? I don't know. What do you think of like? Because as we started the show by saying, like, I do, I do feel I'm not a big fan of YouTubers anyway, and, mm. I, and I wouldn't put you in that same category. Um, what do you feel? YouTubers are often just trying to push the boundaries for the sake of pushing boundaries, not even in creative ways. Just mm. it's all about chasing clout, as they call it now, chasing views, stuff like that. Uh, and as we've seen, they fuck up quite a lot. Do you think? that has any effect on what you do because your your kind of stunt I don't even want to call them pranks mm. your stunts are quite well respected they're, there's no there's no victim in them really do you know what I mean they're victimless crimes they're, they're fun they're good they're clever do you think these YouTubers that are actually sort of fucking about a bit are, are going to ever affect your work do you worry about being categorised into the same thing I don't think so no I think well I don't know I think it, there's something like like I, I as I, I like as we've sort of said, I have just released a book and like being had taken part in that world a little bit real is so old fashioned. Mm. And there's something like I love how like in terms of creating content now, like it is really democratic. Mm. Like basically anyone, like the skills in which you need to 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 make videos and do well and do like it, it's that can be learned. And mm. that's like that's a that's a trodden path now. And I think music's the same. Like the amount of kids who you know, haven't have never played a live show and they go fucking viral and then like then all of a sudden they're like yeah. one of the most sought after <clears> names in <throat> music. Like I, I quite like I quite like that I really like that aspect of it. Like I think the fact it's that you don't have to be a rich kid to have like act like you can be anybody and have access. Mm. It's as long as you, I guess like you have to have a certain level of privilege in the way that you'd have access to a computer and, co- mm. and equipment and yeah. shit like that. But um I think if you're I think I love the fact that if people are smart enough um, that the, the, there's, there's a trodden path for the, anybody or a lot of people to get involved in this stuff. Um, but to like come back to, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with dicking about as long as it's funny. Mm. Um, I mean, this is, but it's so hard, isn't it? I mean, once you have like a successful thing, I mean, the amount of questions that I get, like, how are you going to top the shed or whatever? It's like, mm. it doesn't, you don't have to. Like, right. it, there's a way of looking at it and it's like, if you're going to just judge yourself by clout or whatever you say, or yeah. like the views and that kind of thing, then I think that there's, that's like a, a difficult and dangerous sort of path, isn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. But if you, and if, but if you're only going in for those reasons, it's hard to go anywhere other fr- other, anywhere from that path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you actually really like what you, what you're doing and mm. you're trying to make stuff that's actually, that's got a character. In it. So the lookalikes film thing, you know, I think again, I I get all my figures from Vice because I only see what's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. But they also have their own websites. I think right. about like fifteen million people watch that. The considerably less than Shed, which apparently under hundred million people watch. Yeah. So, but, but then with that, I was almost like I was a bit disappointed at first, and I was like, 
oh, that's a shame, you know, like, but then you have to think and you think, well, no, because there's a piece of work. It's We're talking about it now, aren't we? Like, yeah. it makes yeah. sense. And it's yeah. got, I really yeah. like it as a piece of work. So yeah. it's like, oh, fuck it. You know, mm. it's... I don't know. Have I, think I answered I, the fucking question? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> did I just talk? I think you did. Minutes. No, I think that's what separates you from some of these kind of like YouTube idiots that we talk about on here because <laughs> they'll see a drop off in views and think, oh, I really have to fucking push it. I have to push it. Next thing you know, you've got people running around London with little buckets of water pretending to throw acid in people's face and shit like that. Do you know Whoa, what I mean? So, is, that, is that real? Yeah, there's some stupid stuff on there, mate. Some stupid stuff. Some guy went round in Australia and was cutting off people's top knots when everyone had top knots and fucking stuff. Hell. They're all just trying to fucking out. Do we one were, we were just talking about this off air, weren't we? About mm. targets of what you do and like how it's like picking targets is actually quite like a important thing to learn how to do and to know where you actually stand and have an opi- mm. opinion on that. Mm. Like I was saying, like I don't think the people I've chosen for are like like foodies and like fashion people, mm. um, the media, for yeah. the lookalikes thing. It's like the more bigger targets that are more like I don't know. It doesn't feel like like there's no. It, but then, if you're picking on just normal people, mm. right? Just because someone's yeah. got a dickhead's haircut, <clears throat> yeah, like, you don't mean he deserves. Yeah. Doesn't mean he deserves to have it <laughs> yeah. cut off. Yeah. I mean, you don't know who that is or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I have sort of lines, but I feel like you. You, I mean, I feel like any decent anyone with de- morals really knows to yeah. not shit on. The I mean, I wouldn't go so far and... as say I've got morals. But, <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, I'm not Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean. I don't know. It's uh, just like it just having. I think it's important to like what you're actually trying to get out of this. Mm. But it, it must be such like a tantalising thing to like a fucking seventeen year old kid. If like hundreds of million people or whatever, tens of millions or millions of people are engaging in their content, and then they get they get approval for being a knob. Yeah. To mm. then turn around and not be a knob is like just make. I know <laughs> when I was seventeen. Yeah. If that was like what then I feel like it'd be really hard to yeah. not be a knob. 100%. It w- it's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favourite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! But then I think, kind of, like, you, you don't have your own channel, do you? Or do you? No. Right, okay. Then respect to you for that alone. Like, you just work for Vice, you put your ideas on there. I feel like your ideas, if you don't mind me saying, are actually less about you and more about the idea, which... Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, thanks for saying that. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like every... My approach with every bit of content I do is like is like uh it needs to be in its own right interesting enough mm. and then it's like, okay, can you sum it up in one sentence what it is and why people are going to be sharing it? How would you... How would I sum up my yeah. things? Yeah. All right, guy gets a fake restaurant to number one in London. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> guy makes a copycat brand, the Toast of Paris Fashion Week. Uh, I sent fake versions of myself on TV all over the world and everyone fell for it. Yeah. Uh, I hate using my own things as examples because it's really dicky. <laughs> but like, um, but I would, but like, so so I would always run it by that. So it's like, mm. if and, it, and that doesn't involve, there's no room for my name in that. Right. Like, so it's like, you know, I mean, the now is an, an element like, I, I'm lucky enough with Vice where it's a global platform 
where I can kind of go to most sort of places uh, now and people have a generally young people have a vague idea of who I am and the things I've done yeah and I would and I feel like the um like I have so much respect for the amount of stamina it takes to put out content on a weekly I mean yourself how many videos you put like three it's three a week right one or two two probably at the moment but with the, but with the podcast oh then it could Con- yeah it could be loads. anything yeah. <laughs> yeah loads yeah one on the main channel and then two three four on the podcast channel yeah, yeah. so so that is like that's amazing yeah and but I, it's all you, shit content man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you put a lot more work into yours <laughs> yeah someone someone yeah I don't know yeah but but like I guess what I'm trying but I'm, yeah so I can do that but like I mean I don't work for I know I own the IP of my concepts. Like right. I own the intellectual property I own. Right. They own the video. Right. So okay. like the, so you know that those are the two That's, things. Right. Fair. Um but like yeah, I mean I yeah, I've thought about it a little bit um about making my own channel and stuff and I might I might I think you should. I probably probably should. I think you should. Because it's probably a bit stupid not to. Even just have it as the option. Yeah. Um but you, you've just done a book Yes. How to bullshit your way to number one? Yes. Is that what it's called? What could we expect to uh, to read in that? Uh, l- the uh, lessons in being a bullshitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's and it short. is actually a number one now, isn't yeah, it? Number so one beautifully ironic. <laughs> there you go. Number one bestseller in America, USA Today, like most red paper in America. Um, Mad. Like USA, uh, number one in humour. Uh, which is funny, yeah. uh, like you know. Is uh, it is it just talking about like your your exploits and stuff that you've done and and stuff like that? Or yeah, it's yeah. just like you know how to weaponize bullshit to right. make shit. So there's some happen. genuine advice in there as well. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, would I take up. advice from me? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but like, yeah, no. I mean, it's like sure. I want people to be able to read it in like you can barely get people to sit through a five minute video, like let alone read a, a book. So yeah. my, my audience is like. It's like that. Like it, I was, so it's like eighty pages. It's so oh, right. Fucking um, hell. You get, and it's like it's only it's like five dollars. Oh, so it's like decent. Yeah. Where can we get that? Amazon or Amazon? Go go through that, and then any bookstore. If you American listeners, any bookstore in America, basically. Oh wow, fair play. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. The whole thing was like it was the whole thing with it was like trying to have like no respect for it it's like <laughs> the, the thesis of the book is like can you achieve if you don't respect what you do mm. like if you disrespect it and that was certainly what I reckon it was with like the restaurant why it worked or whatever yeah and there's like, a charm to that for sure yeah and like and it was like the, all the shit that I've tried in I've failed in mm. I was a musician when I was younger failed right yeah. like and it was yeah. just like it was just good to like try and use that same approach to books so it's like written really quickly done like really like <laughs> I like you just admitting it like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we took no time yeah, in this yeah, yeah. go out and buy it yeah, yeah. go out and buy it putting it out who gives a fuck um, that sounds like my channel to be fair yeah. so, <laughs> we want to finish on a hypothetical question we always yeah. finish on one now and Stevie I'm going to use your snail one that you came okay across, yeah I like that and I want to see your answer so you pitch the snail question and we'll see what Ubar says okay, to so this it's a bit of an odd one yeah um, so brilliant <laughs> I can offer you ten million pounds right now, but for the deal. <laughs> no, <laughs> but for the rest of your life, there is a snail chasing you. It's an immortal snail. No matter where you go, this snail will chase you. And the second that snail manages to touch you, you die. Ah, oh, all right. Okay. The snail can go anywhere, but it's always moving at the pace of a snail. 
So if you if you go abroad, if you go to America, that snail will eventually get there. You can go and live a new life for 10 years. That snail will show up. But you're going to have to live the rest of your life. Every time you see a snail, you're going to shit yourself. Can a snail get on the boat? Yeah, well, obviously, snails could get onto it. It might is, take a while. But. Yeah, is it how smart is the snail? How well? it, always, it always has like a GPS I mean, tracker yeah, in its yeah, mind. It knows where you are. So it will take the quickest the direct route. And it can so it can go along the seabed. Yeah. yeah, it can go. It's immortal, so it can go under. It could. It just take a very long time. It'd be quicker if it did hop on a plane. But yeah, but 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 would it ever have any sense to do anything like that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, Is, am I making a it? boring? Yeah, approach no. To this let's question? say it does. Let's say it can. It can. It can find the quickest direct route to you whilst only ever being able to move at the same pace of, as an average snail. So there that, is potential. This could get onto a plane. And then yeah. not be able to get off before it took off again. Just caught in limbo. Yeah. You end up searching for the snail. You yeah. want to die? Come on. Oh yeah, you're also immortal now, so you can't die until oh. that snail oh. finds you. Oh, you never said that. Yeah, that was that was part of it. Swedish got away. So you you get ten million and immortality. Do other snails still exist? Because am I yes. looking at a snail going fuck? Yes. It? Oh, sorry, it's not Every the snail you see. Do I age? Uh, let's say let's say up to a certain age. Oh God, you you got into so much fucked up stuff, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're yeah. Immortal. And you got ten million. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. Obviously, <sighs> the other thing as well is if you you can't kill the snail because it's no. immortal. Um, and if you try to, kill and it, if you, you try die. to, yeah, yeah, there's a connection between you, which means you die. Yeah. So as soon as that Throw snail a ball gets at you, it. where's the connection then? <laughs> Boom, done. Yeah. It's immortal. Sorry. I think a ball will be yeah. alright. But like you could you could go to you could see it in the morning. And be like fuck, I need to get away. You go to work for the day. And then, is it following you to work? You might, I, you might get back. And instead, I think like, if I've got ten million, I'm not working anymore. Yeah, so think, yeah, but you're immortal. This could be done, sixty yeah. years down the line. Yeah, <laughs> you true. need money again, <laughs> and you burnt, you burnt through the ten mil. But yeah, spent so, it on like a shit concept album. <laughs> it's, like, it's about snails. <laughs> now you're always living in fear. But yeah, that is it. So basically, would you live in fear for the rest of your life, never knowing? Because you could be asleep one night and it could find you. You're asleep. Well, hopefully, yeah. I'd prefer that than the That's devastating it might watching it you... come over the the, the fucking <laughs> skyline you just, you just when you've broken up. your legs. You're trying to crawl. <laughs> the most boring like fucking car chase ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, I'm offering you £10 million to live the rest of your life in fear and you could literally die any second. I might go, £10 million? Snail kill you? I love the snail. Like yeah, you straight yeah, away. Yeah, 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 no, true. But I, I, I mean, I think that I'm not as scared as the snail as, as I am. Of what I'm capable of if I'm immortal. <laughs> You've taken a whole other Quality, take on yeah. that question. I am, I am a god. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it, yeah. I, I think it would be really bad for me. Uh, bad, bad, good for viewers. Yeah. Um, bad yeah. for bad for me. Humanity. Uh, uh, would I take it? Uh, no, no. Would I? Would it, Would you take it? Uh, I think I would take. Nah. I can't remember the last time I saw a snail. So in my mind, I'm going, I'll be all right. But mm. then, then I would, I'd notice every single snail. I'd see a trail of a snail and be like, fuck, yeah. it's, it's been a... <laughs> I can inevitably see trying to find the snail so I can die at some point. Like, right. in like, 10 yeah. fucking... No, but no, you're looking like that. That he's, I mean, horrible, horribly <laughs> annoying, like a um, perplexed face. Like, 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 a, like I think like 10,000 years down the line, yeah. I'm going like, where's the snail? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. bastard's just in the seabed. Yeah, you've, yeah. Just, you've, just, you've just committed your third genocide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <don't... laughs> Yeah, you're the only one left. It's just so exactly, yeah, me. yeah. You're just running around uh, touching I random made, snails. Yeah, yeah, you just sat there. I made Hitler look like a fucking yeah, pussy. Exactly. And I'm just waiting for death. You realise? What, what, what if I made it scarier? 
Yeah. Every single snail. Okay. No, yeah. that's, no, that's no, too then. much. No. You just never go to France. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just kiss, you kiss a French, kiss a French <laughs> yeah, person dead. dead. <laughs> there we go. I think we'll leave it on genocide. Uh, <laughs> Ubar Butler, absolute pleasure. That was great. Thanks so much. Thanks so for coming good. on. Um, where can people go see your stuff? Vice, obviously. Um, yeah. You're yeah, on Twitter yeah. and all them good places. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Vice. Uh, might might make a. I might make a channel now, maybe. I, I think know. you should. Maybe. I think you yeah. should. And obviously, uh, go, work, and, go and get on the book. A t- I'm working on a on some other on a TV show as well. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice. nice. So uh, keep your ear close to the ground for that one, and go check out um, how to bullshit your way to number one. Thanks, mate. Cheers, man. Cheers, boys. Bye. Cheers. See you next week. This show is part of the Radio Stakhanov Network.